Welcome to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast, where we get to follow up, break down, and discuss last Sunday's message. Our goal is to help create context and drive conversation to learn more about what God has for us. Now let's join our team as we gain deeper insight into this week's message. Hey guys, welcome back to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. I am Justin Oswald, the executive pastor of PC. Back again with me today is our lead pastor, Brad Livingston. What's up, guys? It's good to be back. Another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast, except it wasn't just another week, was it, Justin? Never is. Never is. Especially this time. Yeah. (laughs) We always say that, but this time it really wasn't just another week. Uh, We're doing the weekly follow-up podcast for Easter. Man, Easter was, uh, was awesome man like just the whole crazy week, crazy weekend the whole week and weekend yeah it was good it, I, yeah i mean I, I don't think people really realize all that goes into getting ready for something like easter um you know what i mean so uh justin and myself were super busy all week john did a few things around the office um I didn't but, <laughs> but uh no it was an incredible day our team is incredible dream team you guys are awesome. Coaches and directors, you guys are awesome. Um, and shout out to Justin and, and John. Man, they just, I mean, um, we get the same response every time we do something, uh, which is I can't believe you guys are, are able to accomplish what you guys accomplish as, you know, as that you accomplish with the number of staff that you have. And that's just credit to our team. That's a credit to our staff. It's credit to our dream team, our leaders, our interns, everybody just doing uh, such an amazing job. Uh, and obviously none of it, none of it happens without God doing his part. So that's a, I feel like that's kind of a given, but I'm going to put it out there just to be safe. Um, but then on top of that, man, just uh, an amazing team. But, and, and just our weekend was, was great, man. I think, Right at 1,100 between in-person and online, right? Yeah, you you know, uh, those online numbers are so hard sometimes, but based on how we calculate our online, it it was about just shy of um, 1,100 total with online and the the three services and then what we had in person. Yeah, right at 800. Yeah, just shy of 800 in person, which is incredible. Um, You know, so that was a record-setting day for TC. It was. Biggest days, biggest day we've ever had in the history of the church, which is just incredible. Um, And so, yeah, just just awesome, man. What a day. Um, It was really good. I had my my cousins uh, that I didn't realize were coming from Fort Walton showed up, and um, that was cool. My cousin and his wife and all their kids. There was somebody at First Wednesday that I thought was your cousin. Oh, really? I don't know, did you see it? I don't know if you saw him or not. Uh, there was a guy that was like, he didn't have a mask on. Your cousin had a mask Sunday. Yeah. But I didn't really see his face well. And there was a guy last night. I was like, is that him? Like, they come back again from Fort Walton? No, that'd on be a cool Wednesday though. night. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, that was their first time being back in, in church since COVID in a year. They haven't oh, been in a, in a church service. Wow. Um, so they were just really, you know, she was really glad to be able to get the, them out and that's wild. that whole thing. So that was cool. But, uh, and yeah. then what I even thought was great that there was so many of like TC people that have, for whatever reason, been, been, you know, not around as much pop back in. Yeah. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 even if it was, I assume a lot of it is COVID and COVID things like that or whatever. Yeah. Um, but to have some of them back was, um, was, was really cool. It was great. You and know? we got to see a lot of them at the Easter egg hunt Saturday, which right. that event in and of itself was awesome. Shout out to my wife, uh, who's over our all the events at TC. She did an amazing job. The team did an amazing. Our dream, you know, same same thing. Dream team and everything. Uh, you know, those numbers are a little harder to gauge. My guesstimation is between six and seven hundred people on campus 
Saturday. Uh, we had over 300 kids registered, so I feel like that's a safe bet. Um, but we don't really have true metrics on that in regards to the total number of parents and uncles and grandparents and just yeah, that's just, a little little that tougher. one's hard to to measure. But um, yeah, what a an amazing day! I mean, it was it was just it was awesome, and um, it was pretty. It wasn't too hot. It was, yeah, I did get somewhere on top of my head though. Oh really? Yeah, on the top like up here. I actually didn't get as red as I thought I did. Yeah. I felt like I was getting really red. Well, I had my thin jacket on all day, so I didn't get burnt anywhere. A little bit on my neck, but I was like, man, why is my head itching so much uh, Saturday uh, night? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I bet you I got sunburned on top of my head. Well, so. Kyle hooked me up with, with some uh, sunscreen <laughs> when I was there. So. He saved you. Uh, saved the saved, day. Yeah. So, But we had a great, also a great turnout for that, too, because it was, you know, we're one of the few that, uh, we're one of the few that does a segmented Easter egg hunt which is like we break into like sections. Yeah. So it's not just the mass herd dropping 50,000 eggs or whatever and good luck kids, you know what I mean, type of thing. Um, but we make sure all the kids get the same amount of eggs. So that's helpful. We're one of the few that does the Easter egg hunt with for uh, families and kids with special needs. So we're one of the few that does that. And then my wife, who I'm glad she's doing this because I would have never thought of this um, to do the – like the obstacle course Easter egg hunts. So yeah. Every section had a little obstacle course. The kids had to go through and find eggs as they were doing obstacle course stuff, which is just like, what a great idea. So, um, yeah, just, just an awesome. It was awesome fun. Day. It was so, a good time. Yeah. Um, but Kona ice, hot dogs, cotton candy, popcorn, face painting. I didn't get a hot carnival dog. games. I did. I ate two. There's something different about a hot dog at an <laughs> event like that. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, I like, you know, I like hot dogs anyway. I do like hot dogs. I, I don't like, like, I I just don't want to pay, like, I don't want to go to a restaurant and get a hot dog and come out there for $13. I'm like, listen, this is a dollar fifty and a hot dog at Yeah, but best. you could make that argument with most just food. Just about, yeah, most things. I agree. I mean, a sushi roll, come on. Yeah, a little bit of you're right. imitation crab and some rice. Some fried shrimp. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, fair enough. I, I don't disagree with you on that. I just feel like a hot dog just is different. But I feel like a hot dog hits different. What do y'all think? Everybody out there, podcast land, Facebook, all y'all. What do y'all? I mean, I feel like hot dogs hit different at barbecues or events. You know what I'm saying? So if someone's like well, throwing down, got 100 hot dogs on a grill. It's easy to eat on the move. That. You know, standing up, yep. walking around. I also feel like, because we wrap them in the tinfoil, so they're individually wrapped, I feel like the, the hot, hot dog the steams the bun. Steams the bun. Then throw some mustard on there. That's what Chick-fil-A does with their sandwiches. Yes, Lord. Yes. Yeah. So, I feel like hot dogs at events just hit different. Yeah, um, it was great. But, yeah, or just, like, going up when you got, like, a family barbecue or a, a grill out going on or a cookout. And, uh, you know, you got an uncle or your dad or somebody's running the grill, and you just sneak up there with a bun. Like, hey, give me that charred one real quick. Yeah, but, you know, I always feel like hot dogs at a barbecue or something like that, a cookout, is what you got for the kids. No, I'm here for hot dogs. I am, too. But, you know, yeah, like, well, we're, we're, not gonna, we're not going to give the expensive ribs to the kids. Right. They get hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. That's what no, I'm going to kill me a hot dog <laughs> while I'm waiting on them ribs. That's how that's going to go. And they're not getting the ribs or, the, yeah. you know, whatever. They get a hot dog. So there's something different about hot dogs at events and cookouts and barbecues, man. I don't know what it is, but I'll, I'll eat me a hot dog or six. So, yeah. I'm, I'm for it. I'm <laughs> so, for it. But, yeah, it was a good day. Um, and, man, just a great weekend. Uh, all in all, just, man, it was it was awesome seeing the number of people rolling in. The number of new people rolling in 
continues to blow my mind. It's crazy. Um, and so our hope the you know, the, one of the big goals going into, um, this weekend is seeing some of that return. You know what I mean? Like we know going into a weekend like Easter that a lot of people are going to show up that there's a good chance we may not see them again until Christmas, you know, um, Christers, Christers, Christmas and Easter's. Uh, but, uh, our hope is that man, that God is doing something in some people's life. I mean, there were some people here last night that Sunday was their first day. Was it? Yeah, at first well, Wednesday. I know there were some people last night that I saw that I'd never seen before. Yeah. At first Wednesday. So I yeah. was like, who are these people? Yeah, I talked to Which one. cool. Yeah, I talked to one person, uh, and they were like, uh, you know, yeah, Sunday was our first day. We came back tonight, and I was like, oh, it's going to be it's gonna be a little different, but yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it was just super, super good, and um, so seeing some people. So hopefully we'll see some people connect and, and re, uh, either engage or re-engage coming off of Easter, and that's our our hope and so yeah um but yeah and the worship team did a great job production team on easter just yeah it was incredible so but sunday we talked about the great exchange that was the the message on sunday oh you wait, know, we didn't t- we didn't uh mention john sap yeah he's he's with us he, oh yeah john's with us we didn't introduce john john say what's up to the people yeah, they stuffed me in a uh, closet, <laughs> and they turned the lights off, and I just he's got the, the mic, so I don't radio, know what's going ladies on. and gentlemen. Okay, so. for the record, he's not in a closet. He's in his office. He's in his <laughs> office. <laughs> so, uh, Y'all help me. Yeah. <laughs> so you can, you can uh, if you're watching us live right now, you can hear him, but you cannot see him. Correct. For those who are just listening to the podcast, um, yeah, you just You're none the wiser, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, John is, uh, we're like, you know what, We la- last time we, we took a week off because of Easter and from the weekly follow-up podcast, um, but last time we did the podcast, John was answering questions, but nobody could hear him because uh, he was in his office, and so we were like, you know what, put a mic in your office and you can um, you can Be work apart. while you talk on the, on the podcast, so make sure you're, John, I don't want to see any solitaire uh, over there while we're But I'm the reigning champion, so... <laughs> What's funny is now I can hardly hear him. I don't have yeah, my headphones my, on. My, his, I don't have headphones. Mine hey, you have to speak up, John. <laughs> Where's my headphones? I need more snare in my headphones. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyways, yeah, that was an uh, Eminem reference for y'all that didn't know. But all that to say is great weekend, great teams, great people, uh, all serving an amazing God. And he did some stuff in people's lives, which is dope. Is and awesome, he so. is risen. He is risen. You know, so. Easter means Christmas worked. I didn't get that. Oh, uh, try again. Oh, Siri. Uh-uh, not today. <laughs> Siri. Acting a fool. Talking to Siri <laughs> Yeah, you better chill out. Uh-huh. Uh, what were you saying? Easter Easter means Christmas worked. Chris, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I, that took I a know. It, I takes, was, it I, takes a second. I was you processing think that. You got to think about it. Easter means Christmas worked. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, that's true. We'll see y'all next week. Okay. <laughs> Drop the mic. I'm out. No, um, yeah, so we, we talked about the Great Exchange. Um, and, uh, you know, one of the things we talked about, which I feel like you, we've talked about this before, but, bro, do you feel like, do you feel different than you did when you were 20? Not most days. Well, since I've had COVID, Yes. <laughs> Since I've had COVID, I feel yeah, like definitely I'm, feel older. I feel eighty. Um, <laughs> I can't hardly sneeze without without hurting. Uh, yeah, I'm not kidding. 
He walks four I complain feet about it every day. Yeah, he does complain about it literally every day. I, I could sleep all day. I'm, I'm, and I'm a little stuffy now. I think it's the, the you know, sinus pollen and stuff. But yeah. like, um, all other than that, no, I, I, I cannot believe I'm 35 because I still feel like I'm in my, maybe not 20, you know, maybe 30, maybe 25, <laughs> you know. Bro, I don't know what you're talking about. I feel 45. Uh, when I get up most days, but no, no. I do have quite a few more injuries than you do. Like, I have 15 fractures between my two ankles from playing basketball. No, that's ridiculous. Like, I have, yeah, partially torn ACLs and uh, torn rotator cuff, disconnect, you know, bicep mm-hmm. tendons and pectoral tendons and no uh, shoulder injuries, cracked vertebrae in my spine. I have the body of a Greek god. <laughs> 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 he also has if, a you, if you wanted to hear a lie, that was it. Yeah, yeah, that was. Uh, uh, I also, had a perfect immune system until COVID. <laughs> COVID whooped me. He can raise and lower his cholesterol at will. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you want to raise your cholesterol? So you can lower it. <laughs> Got to watch The Office. That makes no sense to you. Hashtag but, Dwight Schrute. Yeah. So if the if you watch The Office, that was for you. So yeah. But yeah, no, I I definitely when I get up in the morning, legit, like I sit on the edge of my bed and like gotta like get my back, my shoulder, my you know when I first put my feet mm. on the floor, my ankles are like popping. Oh no, no, I don't got none of that. Yeah, I do all that stuff. Now it also doesn't help. That's why I'm trying to lose more weight. You know, I still got a ways to go on my you weight. Have loss. some arthritis or something. Oh, for sure. My friend Tyler's only like for 34, sure. 33, 34. Yeah. And um, he's got bad arthritis problems already. Mm. He's had to go to the doctor and get on medication. Mm. Like, man, at only 30-something, that sounds... Mine rough. doesn't Mine doesn't stay. It's only about the first three to five minutes when I get out of bed. Sometimes even less than that. And sometimes it's just about a minute. It's just like getting everything moving, like, you know, getting all my joints yeah. moving again. And then once they're moving, everything's fine. But I can definitely tell a difference. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, so, yeah. But that's what we talked about on Sunday. We were talking about, you know, Ashley. She's like, man, you're falling apart on me. You know, I got a shoulder surgery probably coming up at the end of this year. I'm trying to push that off as much as I can. And uh, she's like, man, trade you in for a newer model, you know. Yeah. So Yeah. Uh, might as well. Might, might as well. <laughs> um, but, no, j- jokingly, uh, but, you know, what we talked about on Sunday, you know, her, joking about her exchanging me in for a newer model, but – uh, you know, we talked about Sunday about the great exchange and, and, uh, you know, we talked about who Jesus was and we read the Matthew 28 passage, you know, talking about, uh, Jesus resurrection and Mary, uh, and, you know, the woman went to the tomb and he wasn't there and the angel saw them and said, he's not here. He's risen. We, we, you know, we did all that on Easter and, um, but we, you know, the main thing we kind of put in front of everybody is how, uh, Jesus out of the gate um, really puts on display uh, this idea that he made a number of exchanges on our behalf. Um, and that's kind of what we looked at on Sunday, you know, the great exchange. But we So we looked at a number of exchanges that he made, but then there was the great exchange. So we kind of are leading up to the great exchange. And again, just like always, we're not going to give you all the information. Go watch the sermon. No doubt. Because uh, there's also a powerful video about one of the young ladies in our church um, telling her testimony. There's a, a, you know, there's some music special, like all that stuff went on this past Sunday. So go check out the whole, <coughs> excuse me, the whole service. Uh, if you want to get the whole vibe, but 
with what we were talking about. We just kind of want to hit some of these points. But uh, So out of the gate, Justin, the first exchange, what do you got there? Yeah, Jesus exchanged riches for poverty so that we could exchange poverty for riches. What a thought that we could exchange our poverty for riches. Now, to be clear, <laughs> we're not talking about our poverty as in us not having money for riches and as in come to God so you can get a bigger house, better car, bigger bank account, etc. Not what we're talking about. Second uh, Corinthians eight, nine kind of gives us insight into what we're actually talking about. You know, the generous grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, though he was rich. In other words, though he was in heaven, though he had everything that he needed uh, yet for our sakes, he became poor. In other words, he, uh, left the riches of heaven. He he left behind all those things that were perfect and he had abundance of. He had everything that he needed and came to earth where he had nothing uh, so that by his having nothing, uh, we could be made rich. In other words, we could be given everything that we would need and that's an eternal need. Um, so we could be given all of the eternal fulfillments needed for us to experience heaven. So that he left heaven came to earth so that we one day could leave earth and go to heaven that's the real breakdown of what that scripture means so um and we we elaborate on that a little bit um but bro you were in sales i was back in the day you sold sold rvs i did campers amongst other things amongst (laughs) fake rolexes replica (laughs) (laughs) replica replica Uh, oh, I did man. aluminum. Alu- you sold aluminum. Aluminum, yeah, building. aluminum building products. Yep. Um, yep. I even sold like pool enclosures and screen rooms and hurricane shutters to homeowners. I did the retail side versus. Yeah, the- yeah, 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 yeah. So, so here's one thing you and I talk about this often, and we talk about sales because, and the reason that I'm bringing this up is because. Uh, if you've been in sales before, you know what it's like to go without. Like, if you don't sell something this week. No money. No money. And so it creates like a hustle grind mentality that I don't think a lot of people have anymore because sale, like the sales industry as a whole is kind of going away. Well, it's, Amazon, you know what I mean? It's kind of. Well, even what I did, even like cars, right? right. Car sales. Yep. It's just change. The internet has brought change to the industry. So. Correct. Um, the way I learned, the way I was taught how to sell and the way we did it in 2003 right. is not the way they're doing it Almost right now. 20 years ago. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but that's not how they're doing it now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, buyers are informed. Yes. And, and I don't mean that as a f- negative, like people were stupid before. I just mean you can go online and find what you want, and here's the price, and this, and is, this what is what I it's want. selling for all over the country. If you want to buy one, right. one so, town over, you can do that. So the idea of how we learned how to sell is not a thing anymore, and probably, that's probably a good thing. You know, yeah, you know, there's I mean, it is everyone it is. hates the the back and forth, like with the cards and stuff. Like just you know what I mean. Give me the so, bottom dollar, let me buy it. Yeah, so, I mean, the it. problem is like obviously it takes profit away. And, I, so that's good for the buyer, bad for the seller, you know. Yeah, I yeah. Mean. So, um, you know, at some point, salespeople are going to go probably more, at least some part of their what they earn is salary, you know. Yeah. And then they get they get less per each sale, but you get you know. Right, but um, you have a little bit more of a guarantee. You get a guarantee because just have how it, how it's changing. But yes, to answer to, to what you're saying, right? I mean, if you don't have something, 
you had to be working. You had to be hustling. Always, you want to have something in the pipeline, you know. And what's weird about that is the flip side is if you get to be like into the end of the second week of the month, halfway through the month, mm-hmm. and you ain't had a, a a sell yet, you start. We used to use the phrase "selling scared," mm. and you you give it off. That's the hard part. Yeah, it's like the successful sales guy is always selling because he's not selling scared. Mm-hmm. And there's like a there's a aura, for lack of a better word, it's like I don't need your sale mm-hmm. to the customer. So it's like, and that creates more of a buzz, and it's just it's counterintuitive almost. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you you didn't sell, you was not getting paid. That's it. That's it. And I think that, you know, uh, that's kind of it impacts even like kind of the way that sometimes we do things here at the church because it's like, or just in general, like, uh, you know, like we're, we both kind of are hustlers by mentality. Like we kind of like we grind harder. Well, yeah, I, th- I think it, I agree with you that I think more people, we jokingly say like, I wish more of our team had been in sales. <laughs> And, right. and, and just because, not that they say that they're not hustlers and stuff, that's not what we're implying, but it teaches you to look at things very differently. Correct. And that's what we, our joke is if more people have been in sales, it teaches you that, you know, every little thing communicates something and the impression it gives off and yeah, you know, yeah, all yeah. those type of, all those type of things. Yep. Um, what you say, how you say it, mm-hmm. you know, those type of things. Yeah, definitely. And, and like if you, if we treated, um, acquisition, acquisition versus retention and like oh, concepts yeah. like that, that are, um, you know, that are kind of foreign, I, I think really kind of foreign to some of the younger generation like us and those younger than us, the idea of, re, you know, retention versus acquisition and yeah. how easy that ratio can get out of hand. Out of hand. You may learn that, you know, if you're in a business school or something in college, they'll definitely talk, you know, sure. talk about that and that those type of things. But, you know, it's far more expensive, quote unquote, expensive to acquire a new customer yeah. than to retain a current one. Correct. You know, so it's like, it's, now we, what we're talking about in this conversation is how does all of those concepts translate yeah. into what we're doing? Yeah, correct. Which yeah. is fun to think about. It is. It's always a challenge. And then like, you know. I think uh, in leadership and in business and all those things, it's a constantly, constantly uh, balancing, if you will, or finding the right rhythm between, you know, all the spiritual practices that we are to, you know, as pastors, as leaders, as a church, you know, but then the other side, which is the business and the systems and some of those things that we're constantly tweaking and running through the mill and, and some of the, you know, all that as well. But the reason I brought all that up was because uh, we both know what it's like to be on that ramen noodle budget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course, I do like some ramen. I, man, listen, I'll... But I know what you mean. Yeah, it's like you got to watch what's your, it. What's your favorite ramen? Um, Probably beef. Really? Okay. I'm I like a, beef and chicken. I really don't taste that much of a difference between ramens. I'm not going to lie to you. Between what? beef and chicken? Uh, between actual beef and actual chicken, yes. But between beef ramen and chicken ramen... I kind of feel like they still taste the same. They don't. They're not. Mm-mm. John knows. One's a lot darker. Yeah, but I feel like they kind of taste. I mean, like, the, maybe well, it's because it's all chemicals anyway. What's that? It's because it's all chemicals. It's all chem. Well, yeah. No, it's seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> seasoning. That's so funny. Um, 
but yeah, no, it's it's uh, we've all we've all kind of been uh, in that space where we we've oh, been yeah. on that ramen watching, only kind watching of dollars, you know. Like, Oof, yeah. Not know because here's the thing, I don't know about what you did, but in my kind of sales, we didn't get paid on those. Like if it's April now and I'm selling stuff, we didn't get, get the April check May. until like second week of May. So there was a big. I was first. We were we were the first. It was two weeks off. So like the first two, whatever you sold in the first two weeks of April, you got on the first two weeks of May. Right, right, right. So yeah. we were two weeks behind. We did a whole month. Whatever the gotcha. month closed, two weeks and then prior. they processed. You know, but we did get a draw. We got salespeople got two hundred and fifty dollars a week as a draw, thousand a month. Yep. And then when you got your commission check, that thousand was taken out. I got you. You know, yep. so um, which. If you're not selling anything, that means you're making two fifty a week. Yeah. You're working eight to six, five. Here's the thing. If you're not selling anything, you're working your off day. Oh, problem not because they make you, but because you're trying to make you're, some, you're trying to get the drawback. You're, you're trying to get your bills paid and yeah, get, your, yeah, yeah. get your money. Um yeah. so yeah, if you if you weren't selling, you're technically making two hundred fifty dollars a week. You're working ten hour days, six days a week. $250 and then taxes coming out of that. Right? Yeah. And then if you don't cover your draw, whatever was less. So let's say you you maybe sold one or two units mm-hmm. and they were like the giveaways, cheap stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe your commission is only a $1200. Well, they're still taking the 1000 out. Yeah. You know, or if you didn't cover the draw, you're in the hole to them. So yep. the next commission check, instead of a thousand taken out, they're taking twelve hundred or yep. whatever it is. Yep. Um, that can get out of hand quick. If you, Quickly, if you're getting in that position, you're quitting before you, long. You're quitting, or they're, or they'll get rid of you just because yeah. you know. Um, yeah. They are paying they're you paying a little. They're not paying nothing. It's it's pennies. Like mm-hmm. two hundred fifty dollars is nothing. Um, to be putting in those kind of hours, but they'll get rid of you. It's like if that's happening and you're in the hole, you've already put in three or four months. And it's just obvious you're probably you don't not have it. you don't yeah, have it. Yeah, you so don't have it. um you're you're not gonna last long. But it was tough, man. Yeah. There, there was a couple couple months there. Yeah. And I was there until the the I did that until about two thousand and I think it was eight or into the beginning of two thousand nine when the whole economy the hit and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah and that's yeah, when yeah. it was like I yeah. started start seeing the writing on the one. I was like, This ain't gonna I got to go. Oh yeah, and it's it's also one of the things I think it's important that you know one of the things to point out too. This has absolutely nothing to do with Easter, but while we're here, uh, you know that's important to point. You know, I was talking with a couple of young people this past week, uh, last week actually. Golly, I can't believe it's already today. But uh, I was talking with a couple of people last week, young people in their twenties, right? Right. And both of all three of them had this thing that they were saying. They're like, I just don't want to work for a boss. Like, I want to be my own boss, right? Okay. So I was like, hey, I get that. You know what I mean? Like, that's a that's a great aspiration to own your own business or, you know, it's a good ambition to, uh, you know, work for yourself. And I was like, so what are you doing to accomplish that right now? And, like, you know what I mean? Like, I can answer it already. And I don't know who you were talking to. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, so what do you do? My question is like, what do you do from five thirty or six in the morning until you go to work? They're like, sleep. Yeah, nothing. And I was like, you're never, you're never, you're, that's never going to happen for you. I'm not speaking that over you, <clears throat> if you believe that. Uh, you don't have to. Yeah, it's uh, it's like, I sleep till thirty minutes before I got to go to work, and then I go to work, and it's like, okay, yeah, you're never, that's never going to happen for you. Yeah, like, you have a dream. You have a you don't dream. have a goal. Yeah, yeah, you have a dream, but you, it's it's yeah, you. And you're literally dreaming about it because you're sleeping all the time. You're sleeping all, <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. Uh, and that's that was my one of the things I was 
telling them, I was like, you guys, you're, you're never going to get there, sleep until 40 minutes before you got to go to work, waking up, getting dressed and walking out the door and then coming home. And then thinking that one day you're going to magically just acquire the skills, talent, resources, or connections necessary. I was like, man, these cats that own businesses, well, they're grinding right now. Well, and here, here's the real, you know. here's the real reality. Come on. And this real is, reality, this, is really, this is Write really, this is really, this is really scary. The economy, the last 10 years, yep, eight to 10, mm-hmm. been pretty good. And really good. Um, under two different administrations, it's not like the economy yep, not, has been pretty good. It's been pretty good. Yep. Then you have the internet and all these things. It has never Booming. been easier. To, so if you can't do it right now, you probably it. it's probably not in you. Entrepreneurship is probably not in you. Correct. Uh, it has never been easier. So if you're 25, well, let's just say probably even 30 or under. Sure. You haven't lived in. A world where everything's punching you in the mouth, the economy being bad. You haven't lived it. Since you've been an adult in the real world, everything's been good. Yep. So if you're not making moves now, I don't – the spark isn't there. And if you're trying to make moves and you can't make nothing happen, you know, it, it just may not be in you. And that's unfortunate. That's not to be discouraging to people. It's just – if anything, it's it, it, it just truthful because – a lot of young people now, just like you go talk to go talk to ten year olds in our elementary class on a Sunday and ask mm-hmm. them what they want to do when they get older. You'll hear YouTube probably. Yeah. You know, everybody wants to be a YouTube star um, or a, a professional gamer or something. Not that you can't do those things. I, I think, like I said, we're in a time where the fact that there's young people that have YouTube channels making thousands and thousands of dollars for themselves, Tens I'm of all thousands, for yeah. it. Um, that doesn't mean everybody can do it. I know, I know this, and I think John can probably speak to this. If you're gonna have a YouTube channel that makes money, the amount of work that you got to put in oh, listen. to videos, listen, content creation, content. going out and filming, Man. editing, uh, the marketing of it, bro. the whole. Yeah, yeah. remember uh, when Jawan Jawan found out the hard way? Like, yeah, hey, hey, Jawan wanted to start, it, to and he was like, not, "I'm gonna do this." No, no, no. Like, he just found out like what it took, like. You know, like he, I think he went and filmed a couple of videos downtown, but then we went and we filmed, he did a whole thing for his, his YouTube channel where we were scuba diving. Yeah. That and was, so we that had like GoPros cool. and we had, he had his DSLR GoPros run mm-hmm. in and he came back and edited that. I mean, between him and Eli, I think I, you know, it was one of those things where like, yeah, we're going to edit the video tonight real quick. And in my mind, I was like, oh, y'all going to edit the video tonight real quick. Cause I've, you know, like I've done this before. I already had my business. I already did all this. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Y'all go like five days later of editing. They were like, it's just like, we're just going to, whatever we have right now, that's what we're putting out. And I was like, yeah, like, you know, and it was one of those things where it was like the realization when you look at guys like the buttery bros from YouTube or whatever. And it's like, bro, you can literally watch a video that they're filming. And one of them is in the background on a laptop editing a different episode than the one they're currently feeling. Like, not, it never it, stops. Not only bro. that, like, those guys that are, if you're releasing more than two videos a week, the amount of, I mean, we're we're a church, so content creation, we understand. Yeah. It's not like a business where you, you're not having, to, like, the, you have to create sermons, John. You got to create stuff to go along with it, the, yeah, the branding yeah. of it, the, the, the visuals and, right, and all these things. Right. It's like, First of all, and if it's funny video, comedy is not easy. 
No, it's not. Right. So it's like you talking about idea after idea <laughs> after idea. You know, out of just every twenty, stuff, only yeah. nineteen, uh, only one is worth filming. And it's just like the and how much of it can be used, right? The, you know I mean? the like, amount of work that goes into a YouTube video, a channel like that is, I guess they just think we film it and put it out there it in out the world. There. Yeah, and it's like, or they see David Dobrik and it's like he's giving cars to his friends, and uh, it's like, bruh. first of all, I don't know that all that money at some level is coming from the YouTube channel. There's product placements and, and oh, ads. so much, that yeah, hundred percent. But if you're not even learning the back end, algorithmically, right. Al- <laughs> algorithm. <laughs> That's a word right there. That's a word. Algorithmically, if you're not learning how it all works, at what point can you monetize? If you're doing that, man, you're just, you got a dream. You ain't even got a goal. And at at some point, well, here's what I don't want to be to people in our, in our, in our circle or in our lives as leaders. You ever remember the, uh, remember American Idol? The blind, not the blind auditions. They call that American Idol. The first couple episodes where they're yeah. sitting there and they're doing the auditions. Yep. Yeah. And you get the real bad people that come audition. Yep. And their family's outside, like, ooh, I wonder if they're gonna <laughs> make. It's like you've heard them sing and yeah. you know they don't sing good. <laughs> How did you let them get to this point? You know what I'm saying? Because Simon's in there ripping them. Yeah, about, about, yeah. Because how dare you come waste our time with a real audition with that? And it's funny. But I agree with Simon. Like, we're, there's real talent out there, and we had to waste our time on that. At some point, oh, a loving family member or friend should have <laughs> said, hey, darling, we love you, and I know you love music, and I know you love to sing, but you can't. This is not your future. Yeah, you don't sing good. Yeah. <laughs> like, no one's going to no one's gonna listen to you because it's bad. No one's like buying that. I don't sing good, right? It's like, yeah, 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 as I was going to say, you're speaking yeah, from experience. I would love to sing. But and that's what I want to be like with our with from an entrepreneurial standpoint. Maybe people in our sphere, it's like, yeah, I want to go do this. It's like, great. What do you got? Let's see. You know, let's right. see what you can do. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to be that guy that's like, you can do anything you want. This is the greatest America, and you know, it's like, yeah, I you think can you can do whatever you, you have want. the opportunity to do whatever you want. It doesn't but, mean you have the drive or the passion mm, or the discipline to do it. It's an outcomes want. versus opportunity. <laughs> gets a little crazy with that we need to move on that can get get political (laughs) and everything yeah yeah no Um, it it, but it is man and and i would that's why i was just telling them i was like listen at the end of the day it's like if you're if you think through your 20s you can sleep till no nine o'clock not gonna happen and then go to work and and be a millionaire and be a millionaire one day never but here's the reality is what i told him i said for some of you it's not that you want to own a business you just don't want to answer to somebody you don't want a boss that tells you what time to be there, what to do, and how to do it. Um, it's not that you want to be an entrepreneur. It's not that you want to be a business owner. You just don't like answering to somebody. And welcome to adulthood. You know, like right. And here's the thing: if and that's if, different, if a business is on your horizon, it's I'm gonna different. plug a book, The E Myth. Ooh, that's a good one. The E Myth. Well, I think the the revise. It's called the E Myth Revisited. I think is it's Michael Gerber is the author. Yep. The E Myth stands for the Entrepreneurial Myth, and he does a case study. It is phenomenal, and if you have an interest in business or starting your own business, that is a must must read. Yep. Um, phenomenal. Uh, give that a listen because that that'll help you. And just because just be, what happens is people have a incredible skill or pr- make a product. Right, and then or they're they just get, passionate about. Or them. then they say, "I'm going to go make a business," 
you know, and that it's not the same thing. Oh, uh, it's not the same thing. So, but you're right. I mean, at the end of the day, it's called work. It is a job. You know, I think you should love your job, but yeah. I, I don't, I, I don't know that I believe everyone's going to be passionate about everything that they do from a career. Like of course. at some point you got to just support your family. It's like, and then get passionate about something like a church you can plug into or something that has meaning and fulfillment. Yeah. I don't know that how you earn an income is always going to be that thing. Sure. Or should it be? Or should well, and here's the reality too is you just I, I think that young people or just people in general don't even have to be young. I think people take for granted. We talked about it last night. Destinations are false summits, right? Right, where it's like, man, I just need to get to this, and once I get to this, then I'll be good. And it's like, man, destinations are false summits because once you get there, there's another thing that you wish you were doing or want to get to or whatever. So destinations are false summits. But here's the reality: is as we go into that mentality. Uh, we find ourselves frustrated um, with the fact that it's it doesn't pan out the way we thought it would or things aren't coming through the way that we wish they would or uh, we take for granted what we're supposed to be learning in the journey because we haven't gotten to the destination. And I think that's a big one because uh, I think about myself, right? So this, this is just, this is my journey. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be everybody else's, but I think that it's applicable, right? Because I, I see it in you. I can see it in John. I see it in myself, uh, which is, you know, I had a number of sales jobs, um, but then I was also in the audio video lighting world for quite a while. So I did AVL, so sound systems, lighting, professional lighting, uh, video, stuff like that. Well, then God called me to be a pastor, but he called me to be a pastor of a mid to smaller sized church that we couldn't afford to pay anybody to do those kind of things, right? And so thank God he has now, and even in the past, Kyle and these other, he sent people that also had the skills and knowledge and passion for it as well. But there in the beginning, even before someone like Kyle knew what he was doing necessarily, I was using skills that I acquired in my industry to right. move our church forward. And I think for a lot of people, like, man, I just don't want to be working here because I don't want to work for this boss. What if God's trying to give you the skills necessary that in the next chapter where you actually are fulfilling the thing you passionately want to do, you've got the skills to do it because in this season, you learn some things you didn't know. And so I think sometimes in the journey, like where we can be acquiring skills and knowledge or even connections and networking um, that... <clears throat> 10 years from now is going to be doing us some good. I mean, just oh. dude, just yesterday I had somebody hit me up and was like, Hey man, we need some help with this. We'll pay you a thousand dollars just for your input. And it had to do with lighting and audio and stuff. And it was like, I was, they're like, what, you know, we want to pay you a thousand dollars to come in and help us do it. Not to, not to put it in the building just for consultation. And I'm like, okay. Like, yeah, but that happened that happened for the six, seven, eight years that that's what I was doing. Well, and that's made this possible. And that's not even my industry anymore. I don't even right. do that anymore. And that's a good point. There's, a, there's, a, somebody else. there's another point, which is the idea of I don't want to have a boss is not a thing. <laughs> like, that doesn't exist, right? I mean, Say it louder. Day, even in our church, you're the lead pastor. Yes. But we still have a board. That technically, more than technically, you're accountable to. Yeah. Right? And it's like, it's very hard. But if you went out there and did something crazy, there are things, and even in our bylaws, that are in Correct. place to protect the church from you doing something crazy. Correct. If we had to remove you, 
There's a process. There's a in which process, that could and happen. it could be done. Yes. Now it's very spelled out, it, it, as it should be, and it would take a lot of and doing, take a lot of craziness. It would take a lot of doing <laughs> to be done. But at the end of the day, you still answer to people, people who are representatives of the rest of the congregation and the congregation as a whole. I mean, if I really popped off and got crazy, I have 500 bosses. Well, okay, well, that you're going where I was going to. <laughs> yeah. that, and now you take that out of church, you take that like as a business owner or something, your customer is now your boss. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, the market speaks. If you started preaching in such a way that people deem to be heretical or something, they'll just go somewhere You could somewhere grow a giant else. church maybe, but maybe the people- well. well. <laughs> What I'm saying is people will just leave. Then there's no income coming in. And did then you just go there? Did she just go there? He did. He really did. Just the idea of not having to quote unquote answer to someone no, is you're not right, a thing. I agree with you 100%. Like that's just, that's a falsehood of. It doesn't exist. It's an allure of like, man, you. We, the only person that answers a nobody is the homeless person. Right. That's it. Hey. So if you don't want to answer to anybody, that's be, that's be what homeless. you. That's what uh, seriously. That's what. Thanks you're for doing. tuning in the transformation church. <laughs> yeah, it's been real. See y'all no, next week. No, no, yeah, but but in all seriousness, it's true. And we got off on a huge tangent from Easter. It has n really nothing to do. But that's why you guys listen, right? Like you, like you can go watch the sermon. You're here for our rambles. Let's <laughs> let's let's be serious. God. So, what's uh, wrong with y'all? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh man but then yeah uh getting back to what we were talking about we said all that to say is we were talking about ramen noodle budgets and somehow we ended up there but it's valuable information and someone out there needs it and so i'm glad you guys are listening to this if nothing else you got to laugh a little bit at where we were at but it's good information man one day a business podcast is due I love I I can talk about business stuff all day. I love it all day long. Um, the other two, we'll give them to you quickly. Uh, Jesus exchanged perfection for persecution. Yeah, he did. Big uh, time. Big time. <laughs> big time. Uh, I I it it I I didn't want to get into the like persecution of the church and prosperity gospel and all that stuff. That right. Easter not I, the place for that. You know what I was going to watch on Easter or at least like Saturday afternoon. I was thinking of watching. Um, What's the uh, Passion of the Christ? Oh, oh, that's just an Easter, you know. Yeah, that, man. Oh, Eastern, uh, Eastern charity. Just to, just to Eli and charity. Uh, we're like they were like gonna casually watch it one day, like oh. while they were eating dinner, and I was oh, like, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, that's it? what you do. -uh. Oh wow. Yeah. We should show it to our church. We should. We should maybe do a movie night. That's a rough movie. Yeah, but think about all the people in our church that are like newly. That's saved. true. That's true. Maybe we could do a movie night. I mean, that movie's what twenty years old. It's it's pretty old. More than that, I don't know. John, look it up. How many? How old is the Passion of the Christ? Now we have access to someone that can just do that kind of stuff. <laughs> John, look it up. Passion of the Christ. How old no, is but, it? But but you know, I was thinking of watching it just as a <laughs> not as like a, Justin doesn't have a computer right there. Oh, that's true. Uh, a pers a perspective. You know, John, you have a boss. You need to. Just look a, <laughs> <laughs> we we do not do that here. And exactly. hence why I'm in a closet. You know, just as a perspective thing, I was no, like, I I, just as good. a because the movie does such a good job Powerful, of. Showing visually what he went through. Yeah, the Passion of the Christ. Most people don't know this. Passion of the Christ was very instrumental in my return to the faith, if you will, or discovery of the faith, if you will, depending on how you want to sort that out. Um, when I was sixteen years old, sixteen or seventeen. It's a powerful movie. What, what year was it? Seventeen years ago, so two thousand four. Yeah. That so I was seventeen. Right. Yeah, so I was seventeen when it came out. I, it was I'll, very uh, instrumental in that in my return to the faith. 
I remember. Sorry, no, it's just a. It, I've even heard the the some of the actors in it. You know, some of the people got saved that were filming it. Yeah, the actor that played Jesus. You yeah, know, Jim Caviezel. Yeah, they there was somebody got struck by lightning on set and the yeah. cross scene. Like the whole thing's very crazy. crazy. Yeah, it was it was very instrumental in me coming to the faith. So so again, just kind of talking about it. So I the first time we watched it. You know, it was one of those movies where in the in the movie theater there was you could hear audible crying. Oh yeah, in the like in the movie theater, like so it was, you could hear people. It was very it was very emotional, um, and I remember the first time I watched it, I was still not I was I wasn't um, I would say I wasn't either I wasn't saved, or I was so far from God that I was detached from what I was watching. Um, like I knew the story, but as I was watching, I was just like, man, this is crazy. Anyways, all that to say is as we were watching it, um, I remember at the, I did not cry the entire movie. And then I remember thinking towards the end, like, man, something is wrong with me. <laughs> like that was, I remember thinking that. And then as the credits started to roll, I just broke, like God just like, whoa. and that was very pivotal moment in time of my christian journey was was that movie so yeah man it's powerful show it yeah. i haven't seen it it's not like a movie you just watch i mean right. i haven't seen it in a long long time i've probably only seen it two or three times total right but it's been a long time but man is it good good movie good i mean it, yeah hard movie but good movie maybe we should consider <clears throat> that yeah we should uh and then uh we said jesus exchanged heaven for hell um he descended into hell he took victory over it um, but what is the great exchange? And that's where we're leaving off. The great exchange uh, is Jesus for us. And, you know, it, his life for our sin to give us access to God. I mean, that is the great exchange. And so, um, yeah. That was good. That's good. So Good stuff. Dope. Well, hey, listen, uh, you guys can go watch the full sermon if you want to. Uh, it's on, on the website, website. Yeah, or YouTube. All right, rapid-fire questions. I only pulled three this time. Oh, yeah. So here we go. All right. Let's so see. these are rapid-fires. Justin and John, I'm, I'm going to answer two. So um, here we go. First, would you rathers. Okay, these are would you rathers. Okay. Would you rather take cold showers for the rest of your life or never get more than four hours of sleep a night ever again? Cold showers. Cold showers, for sure. <laughs> really? I've been trying to do that anyways. It's good for you. Did you read that somewhere? I of course. Yeah. Uh... I would probably go with four hours of sleep because I only get about five and a half now anyways. No, no, no. You need to research cold showers. They're very good for you. They help you wake up in the morning. They jolt your system. They're good for your skin. Well, here's the thing. Could I go back to sleep later? Like take a nap? You you don't get to do that now. Maybe I'd wake up. (laughs) Wake up after the four hours, work a little bit, go back to sleep. I don't know. Maybe I would do the cold job. I'm telling you. Okay. Next. Uh, would you rather have your most embarrassing photos posted on Facebook or accidentally fall in public and the video go viral? I would rather the viral video. <laughs> yeah, I mean, y'all make fun of me anyway, so what's, yeah. what's everybody <laughs> That's else? That's very true. And, you know? and John, one. your most embarrassing photos are on Facebook. Oh. They're your photos. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Just kidding. No, Just I don't kidding, know John. that I have embarrassing photos. I think. Well, I don't well, know what that means. Yeah, like, you I don't look have, exactly like, the same as you did 20 years ago. Well, I mean, what's an so, embarrassing photo? Like, they caught you doing something stupid. Oh, a yeah, that's true. I it? guess that. You know I, I mean? think about, like, me and John. Like, going back to, like, 
John when he was 16 or whatever, like his shaggy oh, you dog mean like, hair. Like when, like when you have like awkward like picture. What, yeah. Why right. would that be embarrassing Those though? Are already online. I don't, are they embarrassing to you? No. No. But those are already online. I don't. That's why I feel like I, some of mine are embarrassing. I'm like, ooh, yeah, I definitely, I definitely did that when I was sixteen. Or I whatever. just, I don't. I guess I don't have in my head. I don't have embarrassing pictures that exist of me in compromising Fair situations. I think that's why, like, <laughs> because I've known my wife since third grade. It's like she but, has all. But the we're also photos. a little older. This may be geared toward like a Gen Zer, who their whole life is documented, but they don't post it all. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have true. cameras all over when we were teenagers. That's true. Over everything we were doing. That's true. Thank God. Yeah. Okay. All right, last one. Last Not one. nearly as uh, whatever. Would you rather have deep dish or thin crust pizza? Thin crust all day. I would say thin crust. I would say thin crust. I love thin crust pizza. I do love thin crust pizza. I, I don't mind a deep dish, but if I had to pick between the two, it's going to be thin. Have you ever ha- have you guys had real Chicago Nah, I've never been up that. I place. haven't had real Chicago. I've See. had like what would whatever the representation of Chicago pizza would be, but like I haven't had the like real authentic stuff. Chicago. I'm deep sure dish. going to Chicago eating a deep dish is fantastic. Listen, you can taste the butter in the crust. Yeah, like but I don't. To me, that's almost not pizza. That's the debate that happens with that. Is is that even pizza? Sure, it's dough crust cheese. Sauce. Okay, so it, it goes it's back. To the, this, this whole conversation goes to sushi. It. Is the does the ingredients make it pizza or does how it's built make it pizza? Yes, I don't want to think that yeah, hard. Question I just want to look at know. it and say so like it's like as it's long pizza. as it's dough, cheese, and sauce, it's pizza. Because that's not true. Because a calzone isn't pizza. A calzone is just a folded up pizza. But it's not a pizza. It's calzone. So but I mean, like, but the but a uh, Chicago deep dish. It's still the crust with the dough and then stuff on top. I know. It's just, and it's just, you know, you need a knife and fork usually, the whole thing. Oh, yeah. You're not, you're not picking listen, that up. Listen, I'm not hating on it, but if I had to pick, so we don't really have that around here. You're right. We don't. So if yeah, I this. pick that, I'm not eating pizza. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah we don't, we don't have, have it. it. Yeah. And you know, I love, I love pizza. pizza. I love pizza. <laughs> I eat pizza three or four times a week. God, that's probably why you, you can't year, walk so, four I mean, feet without really being winded. Do we have to eat wings today? People are already meeting us there. Aw. Yeah, we're, right. we're going to lunch. Small going group. to lunch, boys. Speaking of. No longer small group, but it's still in our small group. Yeah, we're still meeting for lunch. So, yeah, uh, 10 minutes if you're watching and you're a, f- a, a male, um, a, b- a born male. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm not really sure what's going on anymore. Maybe we should just end this podcast. We've if, reached the part of the podcast where he's just talking delusionally. Buffalo Wild Wings on Nama Road, we're going. Thanks for, jo- <laughs> Thanks for joining us in the podcast. <laughs> Brad is gone now. You can find us online, transformationchurch.com or Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola. See y'all next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. It would mean so much to us if you would subscribe, like, and review us on iTunes. You get double points if you show love by sharing it with your friends. Don't forget, you can follow Pastor Brad and Pastor Justin on Instagram and Twitter at at Brad Livingston underscore and at Justin Oswald underscore. Tweet them your questions and comments or email them to us at followup at transformationchurch.com. And for more information on Transformation Church, visit us online at mytc.life and on Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola.